Okay, so welcome to the latest uh, Floodlit Dreams podcast with me, Ian Ridley, and today I've got Steve Claridge, the Claridge and Ridley podcast. Got me mug of tea. Steve, you don't drink tea or coffee, do you? I don't, no. No, I never have. No, just as well, because you've... You'd have about 300 mugs from all the clubs you played for in the cu- in, in your cupboards, wouldn't you? Cluttering up the I place. would. I would indeed, yes. Talking right. to mugs, how are you? Um, well, I'm all right. I'm Good. all right. I'll be Good. better when, once we get into this. Um, okay. So let's start with something topical. Right. Southgate, yes or no? Just to prove we're not dinosaurs, by the way, and we're modern. And yes we're, or no? no well, no, I am no, anyway. No, Gareth not, Southgate, not, yes or no? No, absolutely not. And I'll tell you why. Um I, I, I mean, his last job before he got the England job was uh, was being relegated out of the Premier League, which is not neither here nor there, but um, it's hardly um, uh, an inspiring um, job before you take the England job. But anyway, he was what, what they wanted. I understood that. And he's a really nice man. He's a really decent fella. Um, when we played uh, Croatia semi-finals last year um, and we went one up and they played um, uh, a... Um, we played a three-five-two, and they played a four-four-four-two, and um, we went to goal up, and we were in the ascendancy. And then suddenly, after about fifty minutes, it started to change, and they started to get the two fullbacks out, and they got a lot. Modric was just passing the ball to one side, passing the ball to the other. And he got the two fullbacks out, and he never did. Any, he didn't change it. Never did anything about it. And that, we, if if he had, and he just dropped someone in on that right hand side and got matched up as a four-four-two or a four-three-three, just to stop the two fullbacks getting out. We would have won the game comfortably and held on. I get on. that. I hear you. I hear you. But don't forget, the man had got England to a semi-final of a World Cup for the first time since 1990. Yeah, but in, uh, I mean, without you know, uh, you know, without without doing them an injustice, they were. I don't think we played a game where we weren't expected to win. And don't forget, Croatia had just played um, a day later than us and had extra time, if I remember rightly. In that game, so they, you know, they were the ones that should have tired in that semi-final, not us. They were the ones that should have lost the ascendancy, not us. Um, and and anyway, I, as I say, I've, I've, you know, tactically, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm certainly not convinced. It, 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 I say, as a person, as a man, he's the perfect candidate and perfect fit. But yeah. as an a football manager per se, no. Well, it'll be interesting. I'm a fan of Gareth. As you say, I think he's a good man. I think he's what the English game needed after all these overpaid... Quite possibly. Quite possibly. You're, asking, you're asking me that, are you? You're asking the, me whether the, or not. The pension with them when they went. Um, no, you're yeah. right. You're right. I, I hear what you're saying. Um, stick with him through the Euros next year? Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I say, I, I, that, look, we've, we've had far worse and, and they've been paid an awful lot more. And they've 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 cared a lot less, so mm. I'm I'm not being disingenuous here. I'm not doing him down. I like him. I really like him as a person. As I say, as 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 a personality, as 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 a man, as somebody who fits the bill, he does that perfectly. But as a as I say, purely and simply judged on a, as a and his ability as a football manager, then right. no. All right. And Jack Grealish, yes or no? Uh, I think. Um, uh, in the right team, you would have to, you would have to play a system that suits Jack Grealish. Um, whether or not that would take too much away from the rest of the team, I don't know. I think that's uh, that's one of those that's very much still up in the air. I mean, he's so got good ability. He's big, I mean, do you think he's a big fish in a 
small pond then? I mean, if he's going to go, do, do you see him being a fixture for England in the next year or so? Um, I, I think that will depend on, as I say, how he can, how he can mould the team into a system or a shape that will, will suit Jack Grealish. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, you don't, you, you don't want to go back to the sort of like Matt Letizia scenario, do you? Where, you know, mm-hmm. they, they really couldn't find a, uh, a slot for him because the team at Southampton was built around him and yeah. might that's get that a, feeling. That's a that very good comparison, I have to that say. That might be the sort of um, that might be the sort of scenario at, at Villa at this stage. But as I say, I, I, with, with you know, he's got great ability. But what, what, where is his actual position? Where, 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 you know, what, what is the work he does off the ball? You know, are, are you when you're under pressure and against a side that's of equal or better ability than you? Is he going to give you that shape and that balance and that? Uh, and that system that's tough to break down in times when you're not dominating. I don't know. So I, I, undoubtedly, we know that, but that's not always enough. OK, well, let's move on then. Um, this week, we're going to talk about um, the worst players you ever played with right? And, and the best players. OK. So let's go. You played in all four divisions, obviously. Um, yeah. I think you even played football long before there were even four divisions, I think. But um, anyway, um, no, they, they were called different things when you started out. They were indeed, yeah. But let's use the modern phraseology. Let's go through the divisions. League two, who's the worst player you ever played with? Uh, worst player? <laughs> I, I, I mean... Uh, Worst play probably wasn't, but but it's just a, there's there's like like anecdotes to go with. Look, I, I played with a fella called Giorgio Mazin at, at, at Old Shot. Oh, Giorgio um, Mazin. I remember yeah. um, he was our midfield um, maestro. He was sort of like playmaker in midfield, and I remember following him into the car park um, for a home game, and Giorgio pulled in front of me, and he pulled in the handicap bay, and um, parked there, and I said. Well, as he got out, I said, George, you're in the handicap bay. He said, yeah, he said, I'm registered disabled. He showed me his blue badge. Um, he'd been in, involved in a car accident, broke his back. Um, so that was our, I, I mean, unsurprisingly, um, we got relegated that year. But that was our playmaker at Aldershot. Right. Um, and he had a he had a blue badge. And uh, yeah, he used to, um, it was the handicap bay was his, his part Here of the space. Giorgio, imagine. I'm, I should say that, that in going through these, I, I think you're probably picking people, A, that you're never going to bump into again, and, and B, that you're probably bigger than them that aren't going to... Well, no, 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 I'm quicker, quicker, mate. I'm quicker. Quicker then, all right. Yeah, I mean, if I can't... Do you know where Giorgio Mazzard is these days? No, I don't know. No, no. no. He's, he, was a, he was a really, really nice fellow as well, I've got to say. No, it's his tongue-in-cheek, but he was a really, really nice lad as well. So, um, And he was he wasn't a bad player as well, actually, to be fair. But, yeah, just yeah. funny. I couldn't I couldn't believe he parked in that in that bay. But there we go, anyway. All good fun. Uh, Aldershot, of course, was the place where you used to sell fruit and veg out the back of your car, wasn't it? It was, yeah. I remember going to a, um, uh, a celebratory dinner at Aldershot and... Um, uh, I, the, the, they were celebrating. You have to celebrate 20, at Aldershot. Well, they were celebrating twenty years since liquidation. Oh, uh, well, okay. I didn't quite know how that worked. That's not but, a celebration, uh, really, is it? Well, that's what, I raised my glass. I'm thinking it doesn't quite work this one. But anyway, it was um, it was an excuse for a good uh, for a good drink. Anyway, so there right. we go. Um, and as I recall, they also one year gave you turkeys for Christmas. Which turned out to be rotten, did they not? Yeah, we had a bottle of rosé 
and um, a turkey that I got home. And obviously, I was living at home then, and my mum took the wrapping off, and uh, it gone off, and it um, it was uh, yeah, it did not smell particularly nice. I've got to say, so uh, yeah, it was a quite unpleasant experience. <laughs> and and um, and we and we had um, we had uh, some. Um, some cars as well given to us, didn't we? If you remember right, I think it was the. Oh, do you remember yeah. the little larders that you could only get? Oh, well, I thought they were Trabants or something. No, you could only get. I think you could, I knew they were from Eastern Europe. One, I think you could possibly get two. I'm not sure whether it was only one, but I think you could get two people in there at a push. So, um, yeah, yeah, the lads sort of, um, sort of, uh, yeah, we we decided that we stick to what we Happy already days. had. Happy days. Uh, but uh, they were good times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there were tough times, where obviously, because you know the club club was. Uh, I was at the club when well, I left just preceding its liquidation. So they were they tough. They sold times. you to Cambridge United, of course. They did. At Cambridge United, your league one worst player that you played with. Uh, no, not at Cambridge. It, it was at uh, it was at Birmingham. Ah, okay. Go yeah, on. yeah. So well, he, he's not the worst player, but he, he's just he's 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 um how can I say that he's the he's the the um the 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 weakest <laughs> character, should I say? And I'll, I'll tell you a story. And as I say, we're doing this a little bit tongue in cheek, but um yes, his name's Michael Johnson. I'm sure most people would have heard the Derby defender. And uh, yeah, we had we had um that, it was the um back in the time of the Anglo-Italian. Which was, oh, yes. yeah. believe you me, the worst possible idea anyone could have come up with. Um, and I think we went to Ancona, and Ancona was sort of like on the played on the top of a hill. Um, we drove there, and we got stoned this on the way up this hill. <laughs> Sorry, this is with Birmingham City. Yeah, with Birmingham. Yeah, we got stuck. We we played Perugia two weeks previous, believe it or not, and um, two Birmingham fans had been stabbed and were staggered staggered on the coach. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah, after the game. We were just about to leave and two lads had been had been stabbed and sort of like sort of trying to get on the coach to say, you know, can you get us to a hospital? So it was it was, it was horrendous. Um it was horrendous what, what the, the, you know, the the whole experience. But yeah, so we went to Ancona and um we we played the game and as ever it was a it was a horrible game. There's lots and lots of ill feeling. And um there was a Paul Tate. Um I mean they were dreadful. They were dreadful. The um the Italians, they you know they were just kicking and mm. punching and now but and Paul Tate lost his rag a little bit and went through one of them, and their manager ran on and proceeded to strangle Paul Tate. Mm-hmm. And um, so, sorry, I shouldn't laugh, but yeah. So um, one of the lads has got him off him. Um, we finished the game, and as they've gone into the the um, we're walking down, it's sort of like a um uh like an entrance down. Um, some steps and then you go you go right and they go left into their change room as they've gone down the steps I was actually ill for the game so I was doing a little bit like a little jog around the the pitch Um, and I'd given my boot to one of the lads um, to take him because I was just doing a uh, just a jog around the pitch just getting myself some fresh air everything all went off Uh, their their manager um, had started again and um, this time everybody just got involved and joined in and, and well, at that stage except you I, I might have known if there was a bundle going on you'd be well, no, 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 no. in my in my defense in my defense i am i'm running being ultra professional and as i say <laughs> trying to keep my fitness up that's and, um, one way of looking at it running around the pitch not right. running away I <laughs> 
<laughs> but anyway, it's going to seem a little bit hypocritical after this. But anyway, yeah, no, I seem gonna... to remember. Uh, this is yeah. coming back to me now. This was quite a, a sort of celebrated story that went on for a while. Didn't um, didn't the Italians threaten legal action, and you might all have to go back out there and give evidence and things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what happened? As I said, um, I'd give my boots to one of the lads, so it's all kicked off. I mean. I've run over, and to be fair, I've run over, and it's it's sort of all all died down, but it had been it been going off for like I say, a couple of minutes. Their managers laid on the floor. There's there's people. Uh, so bearing in mind that at that stage we had we had some some lads who could look after themselves. It's probably one of the toughest teams I've ever played in. You know, some real big big lads who could who could do a bit. Um, and uh, you know, there was two or three of them who, who you know, Pete Shearer, Dave Barnett, Daishi. There's one or two who could could really end themselves and they've done a little bit of damage anyway um we get back in the dressing room i mean their their managers taken away in, a, in an ambulance there's three or four of their players all you know not, not their managers taken away in an ambulance <laughs> so, yeah and um, i like the way you just slipped that in well he, he gave well yeah but, and and obviously one of the lads gave me my boots back and the boots were covered in blood oh my god yeah, where he obviously bonked someone over the head oh, with it. Wow. So it was it was horrendous. And I say I I got there at the last knock-ins and everyone was just going their separate ways and it had all been broken up. But apparently it was really really bad. So yeah, they, they threatened legal action. The the manager and um, Michael Johnson was one of the people who was um, who was threatened with legal action. Um, and uh, I can always remember him saying, you know, I, he was he was absolutely in bits. He was you know shaking and all over the place. Said uh, there's no way, no way I can go back. He said, I, I am far, far too attractive to go and go and and, and be taken back. That 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 they'll make merry hay with me. He said, there's no way I'm going in back. In an Italian everyone, jail. In an Italian jail, everyone just absolutely sort of fell about with him. So uh, but it was. Uh, Basically, was, Michael uh, Johnson comes into that category for his cowardice then, really, does he? Anyway, along with myself, so... <laughs> all right, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> so, all right, then. No, let's go. Let's move up into the championship. That wasn't good fun, sorry, but it, obviously it was good fun with John, John Overt. So he's, he's a good lad. He's another nice lad. OK, in the championship, who was the worst? Then the old first division, who was the yeah, worst? Yeah, probably. Well, I played in there with Cambridge, and I would have... I, I asked to be sort of big old Devon White. Um, oh. Uh, yeah, I can remember. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd come off the back of playing with some decent players, and um, what you played up, uh, you played up front with Devon. Yes, I did. I mean, I think previously I'd, I'd played with um, with Dion and John Taylor, both Dion Dublin. Yeah, so um, so yeah, good old Devon. He used to jump up and he go Devons, and um, he'd always miss time his jump. So as the ball was coming, he'd be coming down, not going up. Right. So he'd flail his arms up to try and stay up that bit longer. And he always used to handball it. <laughs> so much so, the lads gave him a goalkeeping <laughs> shirt in training because he kept. And I can remember once, right? I mean, <laughs> he generally wasn't the greatest player I've ever played with. He, um, he, he handled it once and got booked. And then he handled it again. Yeah. And I could swear there were players on our side who were saying, ref, you've got to send him off for that. 
you have got to send him off for that. In your side? <laughs> yes. In Why? Our side. Why? has got to go. What, because he was a liability? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's got to go. You've got to send him off, Ref, for that. He's got to go. <laughs> I tell you what, in this day and age, it's a, you wouldn't want him back at corners then, would you, defending? No. No. Good grief. No. No. Devons. Dear old Devon. Devon. Just... Of course, Cambridge was... Um, was an interesting period in your career. It was. It Beck was, yeah, was manager, yeah, wasn't it? Yes, it certainly was. Yeah, yeah. They were. Um, they I, were. I, I may have times of extreme. I may have done huh? you a disservice earlier about sort of avoiding fights because I think you actually had a bit of a punch up with Mister Beck, didn't you, in the dressing room at Cambridge? I did. Yes, yes. That was. Um, blimey, you're going to give all my stories away, aren't you? Yeah. Well, um, they're all in. I should say they're all in tales from the boot camp. Right. I see. Yeah. Camp, well, which are um, still available. <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to tell you the story? Well, yeah, briefly, briefly. Go okay. On, all right. Well, obviously, um, it wasn't it wasn't the most amicable of relationships between myself and Mr. Beck. And Mr. Beck had one way of playing. And that was just literally to to kick the ball. And I played. I think what what really um, brought it home to me was I played in the um, game against Ipswich. I think we were four points clear. Game in hand. This is a championship. First half of the championship after about. 17 games. We went to Ipswich, 34,000 people. They were second. We were top. Ball came up to me after about 12 minutes and I chested it down, um, played it to um, Chrissy Lippert and he came on and shot and hit the top of the crossbar and went over. And he, after 12 minutes, he put my number up um, and uh, and brought me off. And um, I mean, that, that was literally because I didn't hook the ball on. So we go in the dressing room and... Um, they they finish up. No, sorry, it wasn't it wasn't Ipswich. It was Newcastle at home. Sorry, I, I digress. No, Ipswich mm-hmm. was. We actually beat Ipswich two one to go four points clear. Sorry, and, and the game in hand, so we could have gone seven clear of the championship. Anyway, it's Newcastle at home. We played everyone once. Everyone knew what we were going to do. So get the ball. I pass it to Chris Lippert. He shoots. My number comes up after twelve minutes. Off I go. So I'm in the in the dressing room at half time. And, and this uh, is because he comes you have to hook the ball on that you've brought. I hadn't hooked it on. You, know, you weren't allowed to get it and pass it back to a midfielder. Right. And that sounds unbelievable, yeah. but you weren't. You had to hook it into a corner and yeah. then they would kick it out for a throw in. Then we would get a long throw, throw it into the box, and then we would score. So you well, got was the fine hook first time round. Yeah. Huh? So you got the hook. Yeah. So I got the hook. So at half time, he comes in and um, he. Uh, he starts saying this, 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 this. And he looks at me and I'm in the physio's room, which is adjoining the dressing room. Oh, you, he went, get over here. And I said, uh, no, 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 I'm not doing anything anymore. I've, I've put up with enough from you. He's, he'd actually sub, he'd sub me when I was sub before that. He'd taken me off previously, you know, after 32 minutes. So it, this had been boiling. So I said, I'm not coming in there. I'm not doing another thing now. I'm, I'm finished. It's, that's it for me. You've humiliated me, humiliated me enough times. So he comes over and I can see he's gone. So he, he comes across and he walks straight towards me and gets really close and goes to butt me, headbutt me. Right. So I pushed him away and I've pushed him and we had like the physios machines and stuff like that there. Yeah. So I pushed him away from me and he's fell into the machines. So he comes out and now he's swinging, yeah. um, trying to hit me. And um, I uh, sort of just grabbed hold of him, put him in a headlock and then just proceeded to, to punch him under my arm. Right. Um, Gary Peters then comes in and sees what's happened, jumps on my back and tries to strangle me. Daisy then sees what Gary Peters is doing, jumps on Gary Peters' 
back who's on my yeah, back. I, I don't know if we need all the Mike Costello, Steve Bunce, punch by punch. Okay, okay. Well, basically, but... um, it gets broken up. Um, uh, <laughs> at the end of the game, he comes in. They've been beaten 2 now, And he says, um, he gives everyone a telling off and says, it's a shame you didn't show the same sort of passion as him. And he pointed at me. Oh, dear. That's and I should have, point. and I thought then I should have hit him first day I got here and everything would have yeah. been fine. Then but, he might uh, give no. you some respect. Well, I, I, whether it's respect, I think he, he knew I was a good player, but it just, I, I didn't really play to the extremes that he wanted me to in a way. If you know I what I mean, it like was the, um, I did like very the postscript when, when you told me that story for the book, Tales for the Boot Camps, that if you, if you look at the highlights of that match, he's on the bench in the second, in the first half and he looks normal. And then the cameras focus on the second half, and he's got a black eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not nice, and it's not the sort of thing you want to get involved in. But it, as I say, I didn't, you know, I had no no part in starting that. I was just merely defending myself. So, so. let's go up to the Premier League. Who was the worst player you played? Well, with? You played I, I in think... the Premier League for Leicester City. Yeah, a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. She did all right, to be fair. Um, scored yeah. a few goals, and you know, I had a good time there. We you know, yeah. won a couple of major competitions and stuff like that. So yeah, it was good. I think we finished seventh and eighth in the Premier League. So yeah. um, right, uh, probably had to be Graham Fenton, million pound. I think he came from Aston Villa um, and never played for us. And he was the only, probably one of the only players I can think of that Martin didn't work out with Martin. Every player that Martin bought, um, Martin he bought with a rip. Ah. Martin O'Neill, yeah. Yeah, Martin O'Neill. He bought with a specific um, idea of what he wanted from them um, and never asked them to do anything other than what, what they'd been doing previously and been doing previously and then been doing it well. Um, and he was, uh, and, and he just got that one that one wrong. And what that was, was probably, like I say, out of 20, 25 players, that's probably yeah. the only one he did. He paid a million pounds for him. Um, and, yeah, he just, it just didn't work out. Okay, was this after Emil went or Emil Heskey went? Um, I don't, no, I don't think so. I think oh, Emil was still, still making his still way. There. So yeah, um, what was what was the problem with with Graham? Then what were just what, wasn't wasn't you know, wasn't as good as what we had. Okay, now, Martin always bought better than we had, and to improve the team, mm. but it just just wasn't nowhere near as good as anything that we had. Okay, okay. Uh, it was a good time though that that Leicester that was probably the peak of your career, wasn't it? You won the you won the, I think it was called the Worthington Cup, which is the League Cup in those days. When the Coca-Cola League Cup, Cup was it called the Coca Cola? Coca Cola Cup. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we won that. Um, obviously, got promoted um, out of the playoffs in the Championship hmm. to win that. You know, played in Europe, Atletico Madrid. So it's good times. They were good times. Yeah, yeah. So let's move on to the best players then. It's, Probably better doing it this way round, ending on a high rather than Yeah, yeah, below. yeah, absolutely, yeah. So who was the best player you played with in, in League 2 then? League 2 was Dion. Dion Dunham. Not bad, is it, for League 2? Gosh, was he in League 2? Of course, it was, was at Cambridge when you were in yeah. League 2, was yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, only as a young man, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I mean, Dion was, as I say, you, Dion and De- Devon were... Complete opposites, you know. Dion mm. could get up, he could stay up. He'd he'd look around, see where you were, nod it down, cheer, get hold of it. Mm. Um, he's a good good foil to play with. So he was, um, yeah, no, he was, uh, he was a good player. You know, even at that that time and at that level, he was excellent. And he scored the winner actually um, 
to uh that was that moment you always like to bring up when I I claim my moment of glory for for him, don't I, in that cup final. When That's I say, right. Dion, you're standing in the wrong place, mate. You need to be there at the corner. And he goes and moves to where I tell him he should have been, should be. Yeah. And um he scores from the corner. Which one's that? What's that? We beat Chesterfield 1-0 in the uh, class final for Cambridge. Oh, and okay. um yeah. So people you, you know, I I, I must have listened at some stage, mate. So you were you were a manager in waiting even then, were you? Quite possibly. Yes, quite yeah. possibly. Yeah. But yes, I must have. So I actually said to him, it was about 78 minutes gone, and he stood in the near post, and I said, no, Dion, you're not. It's not where you're supposed to be, mate. You were told to stay. You were told to go near far post, mate. Right. He went far post, come in and headed it, headed it in for a 1-0 win, mate. Did you think he would go on to have such a glittering career that would end with Holmes under the hammer? Um, <laughs> quite possibly, yes, quite possibly. I mean, he was a good player at that level, mate. Was, you could yeah. tell, and he's he's big, strong lad, and he just had a little bit, you know, a little bit more than um, you would expect at that level, mate. So he's a good player, well. he's a good player. To man United, yeah, he was, yeah. Wasn't he? yeah, yeah, big lad, and he was a serious target man as well. Yeah, yeah. serious target man. Okay, um, League One. What about Championship? Oh, sorry, League One. Yes, yes, League One. League One's Timmy Cahill. Oh, yeah, yeah was, good player. Good player. At Millwall. At Millwall, yeah, he was he was fantastic. Yeah, he was um, real, real up and downer. Got about the pitch. I mean, I always, you know, I'm like, I like, you know, the players that I like, the players that that do it, not just going forward with the ball, but also, yeah. you know, putting a shift without it and make a difference even if they're playing badly. And Timmy was one of those. Um, he'd get you, he'd guarantee you, not get you, he would guarantee you 12 to 18 goals, which he did in the championship from midfield. He had an amazing spring, great legs, great lungs, um, get about the pitch quick. So he was, um, he was, he was very, very decent. And he scored uh, goals as well, didn't he? Scott, yeah, that's what I said. He'd guarantee you between 12 and 18 yeah, goals a right. season, yeah. you know, at any level. So he, he was a really good, really good player to play with. He he broke the lines, he'd get past. He'd always, you know, if you if you found yourself out wide, getting involved in the build-up play, he would uh he'd make that extra man in the box. Um and no, he's just a really good all-round player. And one of a crop of five or six young lads at the club who who were um who were very, very good. That was a good era for players coming through at Millwall, wasn't it? It was, yeah. You look at your Stephen Reeds, Paul Eiffel, Richard yeah, Sadlier. They, they um, all went on to have good Premier League careers, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. There's six or seven, actually. I'm just trying to think of the Australian boy. who um, oh, Lucas Neal, yeah. another one. Yeah, Blackburn. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're the crop of five or six who come out of the youth team yeah. who, um, who all went for, you know, millions of pounds. And, and Tim McCall you know, did it. In the Premier League for for Everton, didn't they? You know, yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, they were good players, mate. All of them. I mean, Richard Sadley. I, um, oh, he so should have was... gone on, but for injury, shouldn't he? And yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about him. In a minute. I think Man United yeah. wanted him, didn't they? Yeah, I'm just about to talk about him. So, oh, is is that the cha- your Championship player? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's a bit of a probably a, a, a surprise to many, you know. But um, it was his first full season. I played with him. And um, I think I got 19 league goals. I was 37 at the time, but 19 league goals. It was only second to um, uh, Michael Chopra that year, funnily enough, for Millwall. I think we finished third or fourth. And he, he got 17. And it was a fantastic 
partnership, but the, the, the lad had everything. Um, and I think, like you said, um, he was quick, two good feet, strong, good in the air, uh, real good ability, had absolutely everything. I mean, I, you know, at the same age as Dion, um, was a far better player than Dion at the same age. So that gives you some idea of what you're, you know, the potential yeah. there. And um, I think Bowler counts Man United had come in and put, put in a seven million bid for him. Yeah. And this was when, you know, this was a long time ago as well. You're talking, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, it was so a, Ferguson, a lot. Sir Alex Ferguson liked him a lot, didn't he? Yeah, and, and that was only his first year as well. Yeah. Uh, first full year. And yeah. then obviously that, you know, dreadful injury happened and um, he had to pack in sort of 18 months later without really playing another game. It, it got to him actually, you know, the, the loss and everything. He, he went on to have a very bad time. Um, and he, he, I think, you know, with, with alcohol and, uh, he wrote a book, came out a couple of years ago. It was very, very good. Um, I'll have to read that. I didn't know about yeah, that. I must have called, admit, I didn't called know. Recovering. Okay. Uh, he, he wasn't, a, he wasn't a stupid boy either, to be fair no, to No, no, he's a very bright boy. He, he, he not, he doesn't do, he do commentaries and the yes, last he time he was doing, doing some stuff on the radio. For he is Irish Ireland. radio. He's quite yeah. well known and he, he's um, very outspoken and very incisive and, and very yeah. good. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, as I say, um, he was, yeah, I remember him back there and he was a, a strong character back then. He's very, you know, very yeah. sure of himself, very determined. Nice lad. Don't be wrong, yeah. good lad. Nice lad. But, but um, it's you know, didn't, worth reading, actually. didn't take prisoners. So, you know, that's why you, you just got the feeling that sort of determination to, to do what he needed to do. And I think he would have made it in all honesty and got yeah. to the top. Yeah. So, right. You're the best player you ever played with in the Premier League. I mean, you that's obviously your two years at Leicester City. Yeah. I mean, I, I, there were some good players. Neil Lennon was a, was a real good player. Um, and Muzzy. Yeah, um, Muzzy is you it. Know, yeah. Uh, so, that, yeah, there's some really good players that I played with there, obviously. Um, I think Muzzy is it would probably be the one. Right. Um, he was, he was incredible. He came from Chelsea, um, and uh, he was just just everything you could want from a player. He really was. He was. Uh, he just. He was as fit as a butcher's dog. He had yeah. fantastic ability. Brave. Tackle anything. Mm. Uh, got about the pitch. Scored goals. Defensively, really good. Kept, you know, gave you balance. Gave you shape. Mm. Um, gave you energy. Perfect foil for Gary Parker and Neil Lennon in there, right? As a three, yeah. Um, and everything you could want from a player, absolutely everything you could want. A, a player that you know plays in winning teams because you yeah. know of the way that he plays. So where would you put Emil then? At that, that Emil, yeah, Emil was 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 Emil really Hesby. good. Um, Emil was was good to play. I think with Emil, I think the only thing with Emil was that. I, I don't know how much better player Mill was at 32 than he was at 18. Right, right. Um, whether, and, and I don't, but whether Emil learned um, how to get better from a mental perspective, I don't know. Physically, he was an absolute monster yeah. from 16, 17, 18, when he was at, when I was with him at Leicester. He was one of those that he never wanted to play against. Yeah. Yeah. Because he just he was an absolute monster, but I, I just don't think whether um, you know when you you have that innate ability that that anticipation of where the ball's going to drop as it goes over your head, constant movement, you know 
that's the sort of thing that you know I don't mean it, but I I had that ability to read where that what where that ball was going to drop. That's why I got a lot of sclaffy goals and a lot of goals. You know mm-hmm. that I reacted quicker than other people because you know my 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 sort of anticipation, my brain worked that little bit quicker than than the person I was up against. And I, I, and I read the game. I knew, I knew we'd end up with it being about you. No, no, you know what I'm saying. And, and I'm no, trying I to do, say, no. Emil, I know what Emil you're physically, you know, I look at, I mean, I, 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 you know, with myself, I, might, I had physical limitations. Emil didn't. Mm. He mm. was an absolute monster. He was as quick as mm. quick can be. He was great in the air. He, he had an unbelievable strike. Um, he was... Um, the player that you wouldn't want to play against. Yeah, yeah. So, so then you've and, got to look at it and go you, right. How can I get better physically? I'm yeah. almost a, as good as I can be. Yeah. Then you've got to learn the game and learn where to be at the right times. And and you know when that ball does go over, over your head or when the when the player out mm. wide is looking across the ball in, you know where's that going to go if you're not the first one to get the first phase ball? That's where I just think. It's sort of like from eighteen. If if he could have got that into his game, yeah, then it would have been it would have been well, incredible. He was anyway. He was a fantastic player anyway. But yeah, he would have been that little a, bit better. We'll we'll always remember Munich and the five. Of course, his role absolutely. in that for a start. Yeah, he was. Yeah, absolutely. And he got a big money move to Leicester on the back of his partnership with you. So uh, to, to Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah, he was, and he did very well there as well, didn't he? So, mm. as I said, he was, he was, re- uh, and I'll tell you what as well, you couldn't meet a nicer fella either. Yeah, yeah, another one of them that you just you you look at him, you go, I'm so pleased that he, he's he's had a brilliant career. Yeah, because he was an absolute joy of a man to to be around. Well, there we have it, your worst and best. Um, and now your manager at Salisbury. How are things there at the moment? Briefly, how's things going for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've had four years of non-stop injuries, and would have loved to have uh, a COVID break. Um, and I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I'm, you know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I'm, this is tongue in cheek. But um, no, we um, we actually we we came off the back of three, four, four successive wins. Two of those had been scored six. We beat the top of the league in the FA Trophy six. Um, and, uh, you know, we'd gone into third and second and first were playing each other. If they'd drawn and we'd won our home game, we'd have gone top. Um, unfortunately, they both got cancelled and uh, we're sat in now twiddling our thumbs. So, yeah, not not really what the doctor ordered this break. But you, but, you uh, had a good any start. other year, it'd been great, but start. not this year. Sorry? Yeah, you've had a good start to the season. We have, yeah, yeah. I mean, we haven't suffered the injuries that we have done previously. Um, and, you know, if you can keep one or two players fit, you know, at our level, important players, then then you'll be okay. And and that we're, we're you know, as I say, we had a good start, but no more than that. So long way to go. And when are you due to start again? Uh, the fifth. So fifth we we just, funny enough, just had an email today from the league saying that um, in the next couple of days they'll be able to give us some idea of what when we're, when what we're doing because our first game would have been the FA Trophy. So oh. they've got to work in conjunction with the FA to sort out how that's going to dovetail with the league. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Steve. There you have it. The Claridge and Ridley podcast for Floodlit Dreams Publishing. Um, Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. And uh, hopefully we'll speak to you again soon. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers, matey. And stay safe, everyone.